0: All right, good morning again. It's me again, Margaret. Was that Ray Stevens that did that? Does that tell how old I am? The kids on the front up here going, who is Ray Stevens, right? Um, As uh, Brother Joseph mentioned, uh, Brother Rick, uh, he's been so strong the whole time and 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 just resolute, even when he'd been exposed to some folks. Uh, but this time, it got him. Uh, he called and just sounded terrible. God love him. Please pray for him and, of course, all the others. Uh, I've been there, so we know exactly what they're going through. Uh, isn't it just wonderful to be able on Sunday morning when we're coming for rehearsal to ask the celebration band if, hey, could y'all just cover that last song just so I can catch my breath for a minute? And how wonderful. Thank you so much. I tell you, Ed Pickett, Miss Amy, Becca on the drums, Brother Keith and Stan, they're just amazing, and I cannot thank you enough uh, for all you do. And let's go ahead and get it out of the way. If you didn't already know, yes, I have uh, something on my hand because I tore the tendon in my finger, and uh, it hurts like the dickens. I don't know what that means, but... Again, showing my age a little bit, uh, but it hurts, but I've got this splint on it, and they said I'm probably gonna have to wear it for eight weeks. Boy, that was exciting to hear. Uh, <clears throat> so but if please don't let that distract you, I, I'm trying to keep it back here hidden from me. Uh, you know how God works things out. Uh, I probably sent this set of music to stand for this day probably before christmas not sure might have been after christmas but at least probably two months ago and i don't know how that raising a hallelujah song could not have fit in better brother joseph and his scripture this morning psalm 56 god is just in the midst of everything because he already knew that brother rick was going to get covid and that i was going to be able to preach today and he knew exactly what i was going to preach today long before anything else transpired. And it's just amazing to me how things fit together. Uh, So humbled. I I told pastor yesterday on the phone, I said, I I hate, I am so excited. There is nothing in ministry I love more than teaching and preaching God's word, but I am so sorry that it's happened because you're sick with COVID. So I'm praying for you, pastor, but I'm really excited to get to preach. So uh, he's probably watching right now. I, I, I told him how much I love him. Uh, but so excited to share God's word today. Now you know me; I, I try to have something that's going to stick with you, uh, and so I, I feel like the Lord really did a great job in leading me uh, to something that's going to stick with you today. I hope you can see that picture up there. There are three very significant things uh, that are that are out there in that picture, and we're going to talk about them. The title of my sermon today is "Tyrac Beach Shack and a Big Old Toe." Tyrak, rack, beat shack, and a big old toe. Uh, and you, I know you're already going, uh, there is no way he's going to pull all this together. And you're right, he's not, but the Lord is. I hope you've got your Bible with you today and that you will turn with me to the book of Daniel. Book of Daniel, chapter 3. We're going to read about three of my favorite characters in Scripture. Uh, and I, I believe that the Lord is going to, uh, to teach us a lot of wonderful things today uh, through just just these three guys and, and, and how strong God was in them. And that it will challenge us to ask the question, how strong are we allowing God to be in us? Trusting in Him. We want to build on our faith today. We want to build on our faith. Daniel chapter 3, I hope that you're there. You know how much I love to stand and get a little closer to God when we're reading His word. So I'm going to ask you to stand if you're able. If you're not, that is perfectly fine. You stay seated and follow along with us. I'm going to read several verses, beginning in verse 8 of chapter 3. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the gold image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. And then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? 16 through 18 is what we'll focus on the most today. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O King. But if not, let it be known to you, O King, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for the power of Scripture. And Lord, Thank you for the excitement to be able to share it and to teach it today. I pray, Lord, that you would move me aside, that I would not be seen, that I would not be heard. God, only your voice, only your visible. That you would show us, Lord, how to build on our faith in you. Speak to our hearts, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You may be seated. Okay, let's talk about the tie rack for a minute. <clears throat> now, uh, please step aside. I am a bow tie wearing guy. So, uh, you know, I, I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't wear a tie today. I don't know. But uh, I'm just a bow tie wearing guy. So so it's not the fact that you're wearing a tie, but the image that I want you to draw from it is is kind of what it signifies, okay? Um, the The... The conformity, if you will, okay. Because there's a lot of guys who um, I'm not wearing a tie, or I'm not gonna wear a tie unless I have to, or I'm not gonna wear a tie unless my wife makes me, you know. Uh, but 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 when you put on that tie, you know, uh, ladies, when you when you look, uh, always lovely. Uh, but when you've got that extra special lovely uh, article of clothing, we're dressing up. A tie is dressy, isn't it? A tie's dressy. But you know. I think in our world today, um, we're dressing up ourselves because we don't think we have enough strength to be ourselves. So that tie rack is just that image for you to think about. You know, you got that tie hanging there and and, and it's very dressy and dressing up, conforming uh, to the world because we don't think we've got the strength to be ourselves. Well, uh, Scripture teaches us plainly that we have that strength and where it's found Philippians 4.13 says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In 1 John 4.4, the Bible tells us that you are God, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Today, as we walk through these passages, these verses, I believe that the Lord wants us to build on our faith this morning. You know, we have faith. We, if you're here today and you have a relationship with Jesus Christ as your Savior, that came in faith. If you're here today and you don't know Him as your Savior, I pray that these uh, these reminders for others would be steps for you to realize what is necessary to surrender to God. And these three guys, man, I love these fellas. They are, they are so amazing. And they most certainly... Uh, faced the Tyrak syndrome, if you will, the conformity. Because Nebuchadnezzar, what did he say? You will bow down. Okay? That's what he said to them. Well, (laughs) this is what they said to him. Okay? And that's what we want to focus on today. Uh, I believe that in order for us to strengthen, to build on our faith, first and foremost, we must trust in the omnipotence of God. Trust in the omnipotence of God. If you will look again in verse 17, this is what it says. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able. Well, let's pause on those two words right there. Is able. He is omnipotent. He is able. He is all powerful. He has all the influence. He is in complete control. The word able... Right here in this Hebrew text is misogol, which literally means able at all ways. And I got to thinking about that, and I was like, man, that's pretty cool. What's it say in the New Testament? What's the Greek word? The Greek word there is dunamai, dunamai, to have the power. God is able. The same word. God is able. He is almighty. It is unlimited, infinite power because God is omnipotent. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and forever. Did you catch what it said? According to the power that works in us, to him be the glory. God is omnipotent. He is able. I'm going to throw some stats at you real quick, okay? There are 222 times in the New Testament alone where the phrase God is able Two hundred twenty-two times. I'm thinking that might mean it's important. Sixty times it says God is with us. Trust in the omnipotence of God. Now the word omnipotence is not in Scripture, but on practically every page of the Bible we're given an example. We're given a confirmation. We're giving. We're given a. Uh, a basis that God is omnipotent. Because faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the things not seen. That's where our faith comes in. But, but I'm, let me ask you a question. Have we not seen God? Think about it just for a second. Have we not seen God? I look at Stan Hurst and I feel like I've seen God. Because look what he's done in your life. You're not supposed to be sitting there, brother. But you are supposed to be sitting there because that's what God willed, Because He's omnipotent and all-powerful. Have you seen God? I think we've seen God. I think we see Him in all things. Uh, we know first and foremost that there wasn't a big bang and here we are. We're here from the whisper of a voice that rings throughout all eternity because we see God in everything. But again, in Ephesians chapter 2, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. There is no shortage in Scripture of us seeing God, of us building on our faith and recognizing that, yes, it was through faith that we've come to Christ, but it's because we've seen God in Spirit, His Spirit. There's no way you can come to Christ without the Holy Spirit calling you. And we have seen Him because the Spirit has called us. To surrender to Him. Uh, Let me just give you a few things of, of, of examples of that God is able. Okay? God is able. remember, omniscient. The omnipotence of God. He is able to save us completely. Hebrews chapter 7. The Bible teaching where Christ is the new priest. The unchanging priest. And this is what it says. Therefore, He is also able to save to the uttermost. Those who come to God through Him, the Holy Spirit, since He always lives to make intercession for them. God is able to save us completely. He's omnipotent. He's not only able to save us completely, He's able to keep us from sin because of His omnipotence. He's able to supply all our needs. He's able to heal our disease. He is able to deliver us from death. These three guys said, we're not worried about conforming to you. We can take our tie off and not be worried about dressing ourselves up because our God is able. Trust in the omnipotence of God. Oh my goodness, is that not going to build our faith? Let's talk about the beat shack. Uh, Now, all all I asked the greatest ministry assistant in the world, tied with Marlene. Uh, All I asked is, I said, I need a picture of a shack. And that's what she picked. That's what she picked. I'd say she hit the nail on the head, right? And it was perfect because this is what I want you to think about. This is the image that I want you to see. So it's a beach shack. So where does that mean it is? It's on the beach, right? Well, listen, did you go to stay in the shack or did you go to be on the beach? Be on the beach, get near that ocean water or the pool maybe. You know, we love a nice little condo, but we spend little time in it because we're outside because we've gone to the beach, right? Because we know what's important. The beach shack is not that important. It's can we get out there and play in the sand? Is it beautiful like that right there? Is there a little... Uh, boat that we can go out on the pier and get on we we recognize what's important about going to the beach is not the shack right okay well these guys here they recognized what was important they didn't even have to think about what was important it didn't even cross their mind because immediately in verse 16 they go oh nebuchadnezzar we have no need to even answer you in this matter man i just want to laugh every time i read that because that is what They didn't even have to think about what's important. I think step two, or another step in building on our faith, is to trust in the faithfulness of God. Again, in verse 17, so we have read that uh, if this is the case, our God whom we serve is able. Well, what's he able to do? He's able to deliver us. Listen to that confidence. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us. Boy, that is confidence. Do we talk like that? Do we have that confidence in the faithfulness of God? Are you thinking about it? Not just the faithfulness of God, faithfulness in the omnipotent God. We have the strength to stand and say no to this world. Okay? Satan is right outside the door and we have the strength to say no to him we just have to trust in the faithfulness of god now i want to talk to you about the faithfulness of god here just for a second and and that in case you didn't know i've got a whole sermon series that i've already started working on on the names of god well did you know that faithful god is a literal name Of Yahweh Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 therefore know that the Lord your God he is God the faithful God the name given here is El Amunah El Amunah the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments God's name is faithfulness trust in it trust in the faithfulness of god hebrews 10 23 let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and of course one that we are all familiar with lamentations chapter 3 22 and 23 through the lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is your faithfulness god is his name is faithful trust in the faithfulness of god the beach shack i mean that's pretty cool i mean i mean i couldn't take melissa there but that's pretty cool i mean i could go there Barstyn and I could probably have a good time there. But that's, that's not what's important. What's important is all that beautiful beach that comes right up literally to the awning there. Okay, it comes literally right up to it in the ocean. We know why we're going. Okay, it, it's about what's important. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they knew exactly what was important. They knew God was important. Their omnipotent God is able to deliver us. We don't even have to answer that question. God is able. He is faithful. Now we've heard in the last couple of weeks, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, during our series on uh, the structure of the church and our ministry teams, uh, Pastor was mentioning something about the balance. And he mentioned like a big toe, right? Okay. Uh, I don't know how many of you in this room know it, but that's Brother Keith's nickname. Uh, for years at Shaco, he was the big toe. He was the balance. He's what kept us all straight, okay? And, and that's exactly what the big toe's all about. It's about balance. Now, I know you're thinking, well, how in the world is he going to bring this in there? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I loved it. I, I actually wrote this down, and I thought, well, I might not better say it, but I'm, I'm going to say it. How am I going to tie this in? <laughs> Did you get the pun there? Yeah, that was good. All right. <laughs> so so the big toe, point of balance, Okay. It's very difficult. Let let me just, could there anyone, could anyone stand up and testify that it's difficult to balance our daily lives? Is there anyone in here that thinks it might be a little difficult? Of course it is, of course it is. Uh, These three fellows in this study that we're looking at, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, um, they had to have their own set of balance. And they had it. They knew exactly what the balance was because of the omnipotence and faithfulness Of God. But I'm not sure you're going to like what their balance was. Uh, But but that's exactly what God wants us to focus on today. And that is to trust in the sovereignty of God. I want you to look at verse 18 for me, okay? Verse 18, first three words, sums it up. But if not. Now, wait a minute. What are these guys saying? They just got out of their mouth. Our God whom we serve is able. They they just preached to us about his omnipotence. He is able to deliver us. They just showed us his faithfulness. God is faithful to them. And then they're going to go and say, but if not, back up. Trust in the sovereignty of God. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness, do you know what that you know what those three words are saying? Not my will, Lord, yours. Not my will. Yours. Well that's a tough part of balance. That's a tough part of balance. You know, I believe last time I was able to preach, God wanted us to talk about sovereignty. I, I, I feel like maybe he's just really trying to teach me. And you think about balance. All right, well, I'm a visual person, so we've got the scale. Okay? We've got the scale. Okay, well, God is sovereign. It's always going to tip his way. You can jump up and down. You can grab as many bricks as you want. You can go to Brother Joel, and you get all of his construction equipment, his big old huge trailer, his truck. You can pile it all up on your side. But you know what? God wants it to tip over there. That's what it's going to do. That's exactly what it's going to do. So the question is, are we prepared to fail? Are we okay that we're going to fall sometimes? Is it difficult for us to realize that we might need to depend on someone to help us? That we can't do it alone? What about this? What if God has a different direction? What if God has a different direction that he wants our life to go? The sovereignty of God acts on the basis that his will be done, not ours. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were completely content with leaving the entire matter in the sovereignty of God's hands. I'm going to say that again because I want it to sink in. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were told, conform. Their response, we don't even have to answer that. We're not going to do it. Because our God is able. He is able to deliver us. But if not, But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were completely content with leaving the whole matter in the sovereignty of God's hand. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 33 says this, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. It's every decision is from the Lord because God is sovereign. I feel like there's a passage that really drives it home. I ask you to turn to it with me. You know, hold Daniel there because we're going to say something else about him. But if you can, turn over to Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1, and I want you to follow along, it's just that important. Ephesians chapter 1, I'll give you just a second to turn there. Ephesians chapter 1, I'm going to begin reading in verse 9, verse 9. 7, I apologize, I'm going to start reading in verse 7. Oh, I love to hear those pages turn. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Oh my goodness, what a fantastic passage of scripture. Did In case you didn't know, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Everything is all about God. Now, we might not be living that way. But everything is all about God. And this is where our faithfulness comes in. Because we know without faith, it is impossible. We know that. But with faith, we can be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know what? With faith, with, with continued growth and building of our faith, we can be just like Christ who said, but if not. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God's able. He is able to deliver us. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to bow down. Christ, Lord, let this cup pass from me. But not my will. But if that's not what you want to do, I'm okay. Trust in the sovereignty of God. I got a freebie. Man, we're doing so good on time, I might do two or three more freebies. I'm just kidding. I skipped over these three words. I think I said it every time, but I knew I was going to go back to pound it home. Okay? So I believe that I've laid out, I believe that God through me has laid out the steps that we can use to build our faith through his omnipotence, trusting in that omnipotence, trusting in his faithfulness. That is his name after all. Trusting in his sovereignty, which is the most difficult. Finding that balance of knowing that, you know... (laughs) Balance is always required, okay? But just be mindful that God is always the scale, (laughs) okay? But there's a freebie, and I think this is where it starts. I think this is the key maybe to this whole passage, okay? Again, verse 17. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, our God, whom we serve. That's where it starts. It starts right there. I said it at the beginning. Let me say it again, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things. It doesn't stop there. Through Christ, who strengthens me. Our faith, the foundation fuel, the rock to build on is Christ Jesus whom we are serving. Romans 10 answers the question of how do we do that? Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. But but that's the start of the journey. That's the start of the journey. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, We don't really even have to answer that question, but here's what we've got to say. If that's the case. Our God. Our God. One God. The God. Whom we serve. God is omnipotent. God is faithful. God He is sovereign. Where are we with God? Let's pray together. Father Lord, I just thank you so much for your word. Lord, I thank you for the challenge of your word. The challenge for us to know That your name is faithfulness. The challenge for us to know that on practically every page we see evidence of your omnipotence, of the power that God is able. Lord, that that your sovereignty that everything is about you, your plan, your purpose, your will being done, being accomplished. And Lord, the fact that you want to accomplish it in and through us, God, it just blows my mind. And Lord, I pray that we'll be challenged by that. Lord, that our minds will be challenged. Lord, at your sovereignty. Lord, that we might search our hearts today and ask, where are we with you? Thank you for this opportunity, God, to, to dig deep into your word. And Lord, if someone needs to step forward, that's wonderful, God. If they, if they deal with your spirit right there where they are, God, that's wonderful. But Lord, I pray that every heart, Lord, in these moments, God would put everything else aside and look completely at you. And ask themselves if they trust in your omnipotence. If they trust in your faithfulness. If they trust in your sovereignty. Have your way in Jesus' name.